0: Welcome to the M2 Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Anthony. My co-host right here is Kyle Heath. This is where we cover all gaming-related news of the last week. We're talking esports and personalities, new and upcoming games, technology innovation, and just general gaming industry-related news. At the start of every episode, we do a quick update. So, Kyle, what have you been up to, man? How you been?
1: Oh, I've been good, man. Chilling. You know, August, uh, unfortunately, August has continued to be the, uh, the month of work for me. But, uh, Dude, <laughs> hopefully... You uh... have been slammed, <laughs> for real absolutely slammed um hopefully this is the last week of that fingers crossed um so i can go back to kind of a normal schedule because i feel like that's part of the reason why i haven't necessarily been as consistent as i like to be with segments and stuff so um hopefully uh hopefully that dies down i can actually get back to get my evenings back but yeah it's been pretty crazy on that front um uh but yeah i've been doing that i've still been fitting gaming time in um uh, I'd still been a uh, continuing remnant, uh, the first one. So nice. Played some more of that with the with the boys. Um, we're making good progress. It's we're playing. You know, I originally mentioned we're playing on our like the second hardest difficulty or something like that. And yeah, um, it's certainly yeah, it certainly poses a challenge for the game. However, I think uh, I think um, by and large, you have actually been progressing pretty well. So uh, very uh, happy about that. But um uh yeah that's that's pretty good um trying to think if i played much else this week i don't know it has been like in terms of gaming time it's really been it um i know like over the weekend and stuff i was like watching preseason football but now it's like after the first week it's kind of just like i'll probably just like kind of throw it on the background maybe and just kind of do other stuff um because you you know, know especially especially you know not to give too much of a tangent but it's like especially in these games it's like First quarter is good, and after that, it's kind of like eh. <laughs> so yeah. it's you know true. Um, it's
0: mostly for like diehard fans. Yeah, really. Know. So
1: yeah, but yeah, I was watching that some of the weekend, but uh, but yeah, got a a couple things to do this week, but um, still gonna be playing some Remnant. Hopefully, maybe get some more time in tonight. Possibly. Yeah, I don't know.
0: So I um... figured that's why you wanted to start recording early <laughs> too, right? Yeah, a little Gotta bit. Get on. A little bit.
1: Um, but yeah. So I mean, that's that's kind of been the main game this week. I wanna. Get back at some point to um some of the uh PS2 stuff at some point that I games that I got that I haven't gotten to yet so um that's in the library but, but yeah that's just really remnant I don't know did you play more games than me Mike I don't know because you've been you've been Dude. busy this week too so you know <laughs> haven't been home yeah, I've for have been some busy of it,
0: with, you know? <laughs> I literally got home yesterday right like yeah. yesterday afternoon the first thing I did man so so let's start off where I went I went to Montana I went to Kalispell uh, stayed in there and then I went up to Glacier for like two days in a row. I think I hiked probably a little over 20 miles in two days. Um, did a couple of boat tours. Saw some moose, some mooses, some meeses. Some meese. <laughs> Yeah, I saw a bull and two calves. Uh, that was pretty cool. Missed a couple of bear sightings, unfortunately. I really wanted to see a bear. We had bear mace. There's no joke in Glacier. Like yeah. bear, bear sightings and bear aggression. It's intense. Saw some deer. Saw some goats uh I saw some sheep i got this hat which i'm so the goat on it it's from every national park i go to i try to get some merch that's so, it's uh, i like that yeah um also wearing some ssg merch i haven't <laughs> haven't yeah. worn this shirt in a while so
1: if you zoom in right, that's right here <laughs> that's SSG, ssg isn't it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah zoom. yeah that's the uh, the fatal error one dude that thing's so sick that's sick <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so cool <laughs> everything will be lost is that what it says <laughs> Yeah.
1: It says um everything not saved will be lost. And then it's nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like fifty notifications, <laughs> pop-ups. Yeah. Uh yeah, man. I mean basically I just been I've been out there, like here's here's a little bit of the irony on on it. I it was about a four and a half, five hour flight and I had a connecting flight. Plenty of time to like game. Uh I brought the switch, I brought my tablet, I just watched movies the whole time saw a couple of movies I was really excited to see. Oh, okay. Like I saw The Pope's Exorcist, big fan of that. I thought it was pretty good. It was, was kind of cheesy, but it's something I want to watch for a while and um I thought it was pretty cool. There was another one I just watched. Oh yeah, 65 or is it 64? It's the one with um Adam Driver.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, where he goes know. like he's like
0: back in time, lands on Earth and there's dinosaurs. And he's like from space. Oh. Uh, it's okay. it's it's wild. I uh, saw that, watched a couple other movies. But here's the funny thing. I did a day one order for a controller. Um, yeah, I ordered like the night before the flight because I was like, okay, I need a wireless controller because like the Switch uh, Joy-Cons with my hands, like my hands will cramp. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. okay, I need something to like be comfortable and actually play. And I was like, okay, what's wireless? I looked at the Gilly Kit, Gilly Kit uh, King Kong Pro 2, I think is what it's called, like the full name. That thing... um, yeah, I wasn't gonna get there in time. The only one that did was the eight bit Doe, or eight do, uh, ultimate wireless controller, and I bought okay. it. Did not use it, but <laughs> I right before I know that, I know right before we started recording, I, I at least wanted to bring out a prop for people that are looking on like on a Spotify video or YouTube video, and it's basically it looks like this. That's pretty cool. It's uh, okay. yeah, it's it's a pretty standard controller. It's very like interesting connection base to charge yeah uh, like it just kind of slides in there's a little port in the back to charge it there's a couple of back buttons uh it can switch between 2.4 hertz and bluetooth i didn't know there was a difference to be honest uh and it works with the switch the it works with the switch your pc steam deck and pretty much anything that has bluetooth connection so i'm pretty sure it'll work with like my tablet as well oh yeah and cool. it has Hall Effect joysticks, which is what we talked about oh, last week. Maybe, yeah. So I would give a review, but seeing as how I bought it and didn't use it, <laughs> uh, that's not happening this week. But I will, and I'm. I think I'm going to do this this week is do a couple of playthroughs, live streamed of Tears of the Kingdom, and Ooh, try to okay. try to have some fun. Yeah, I like this. Can I that, man? I really haven't played games. I've been wanting to play some games. I've been watching videos and stuff, but nothing really, man. I've been out of town the whole time. Yeah. Dude, I hate, um, look.
1: I'll say it's nice to disconnect, you know? And it sounds like it uh, was. i sounds like you had a good time. And the pictures you took, by the way, they, look they, they fake. were, they, they were... <laughs> <laughs> So good, they look fake. It's crazy how good they turned out. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. It, it looked like a good time. So, that's something. About. It was. End of the month, I will. uh I'm not gonna be traveling anywhere, but I will be taking a little bit of time off from at least the work side of things. So looking forward oh, to you that.
0: You too, man. But, um, You've been stressed. Um, yeah, you just need to sit down and <laughs> game, go to the beach, do something. Yeah,
1: it, it's funny, like because like at the start of the month, I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna like that Labor Day weekend. I'm just taking that. And I'm extending it, <laughs> so I'm pretty much getting an entire Labor <laughs> Week. <laughs> That's what I'm doing in the, the month. So looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, but, um, dude, I've been I've been traveling way too much, man. Like. Like, last weekend, I was in Atlanta. This weekend, I was in Montana. Tomorrow, I'm going to Florence, South Carolina, which is, like, a three-hour drive away. And then I'm going out to, uh, what's it called? Um, Vegas in, like, two weekends. And then Raleigh the weekend after that. So, Dang, dude. That's, gonna, that's just going to be my traveling. And then I'm not leaving Charlotte <laughs> for the remainder of the year. Unless it's, like, Christmas and I got to go see family wherever they are. You know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know, for the most part, I'm, I think I'm pretty much just pausing on traveling for the time being, so. That's why, like, any time off, I'm just gonna stay here and just enjoy stuff that, you know, without the stresses of extra, you know, or stuff, you know, so.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's like, it totally messes up your biological clock, traveling so much, yeah. like, getting out of the it. rhythm of sleep, man, it's tough. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, I appreciate you but, being but... here, Mike,
1: even though all the traveling and all the, all the hours, dude, appreciate it. <laughs> I mean,
0: I just show up and I talk, and I love hearing my own voice. So it just works out, man. It just works out. Uh, Speaking of talking, it's about your time to talk about our first article of the week. Sure is. It sure is. All right, ladies and gentlemen,
1: what do you got for us? Got a nice article for the Video Game Chronicle about Xbox launching a strike based enforcement system for online conduct. Um, This is coming from Tom Ivan over at VGC. He said each strike results in a suspension from Xbox's social features. Um, Xbox has introduced a new strike based enforcement system for offensive player conduct. Platform holder has a range of enforcement actions that it can apply if players are found to have violated a Microsoft services agreement or Xbox's community standards. Starting today, to the time of writing this, uh, was the 15th of August. <laughs> um, the new system will. Attach strikes to every enforcement, ranging in severity, based on the inappropriate activity. Uh, For example, profanity or cheating will result in one strike, sexual inappropriate behavior or harassment and bullying will result in two strikes, and hate speech will result in three strikes. Quote, the system is similar to uh, merit strikes used in driver's license systems in many countries, according to Dave McCarthy, corporate vice president of Xbox Player Services. He said, quote, for example, a player that has received two strikes will be suspended from the platform for one day, whereas a player with, that receives four strikes will be suspended for seven days. Players have a total of eight strikes, and once reached, will be suspended from Xbox's social features like messaging parties and party chat, multiplayer, and others for one year from the enforcement date. Each strike received will stay on a player's record for six months. Oh,
0: baby. It's
1: crazy. Whoa. Right? That's crazy. Well, They're, that's
0: kind of that's kind of nutty.
1: Yeah, they have a graphic here kind of showing uh showing the different strike levels um for all the everyone on the video. Um and it kind of talks about, you know, the different tiers um and then of course how many um strikes can account for what suspension kind of goes through the list. Um yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, one strikes a day, two strikes a day, Three strikes is three days, four strikes is seven, five is 14, six is 21, seven is 60, two months, and then uh, eight strikes is a year. So, it's pretty crazy. Good grief. Oh, baby. McCarthy says his fitted accounts will continue to remain functional for single-player experiences, and players will be able to keep their purchased content except in the most serious cases, such as those involving illegal activity. Microsoft recently began testing a new reporting feature for in game voice chats on Xbox consoles. It lets uh, players capture 60 second clips and report inappropriate voice activity on any multiplayer title within game chat voice chat on the Series X and S and Xbox One. Uh, research published in July by a nonprofit mental health organization Take This found that seven out of 10 players reported avoiding playing certain games because of the reputation of the community. Oh, baby.
0: Yeah, I mean. That last bit absolutely is true. Yeah. Like, I, I think you don't need to read the research published. Like, it always helps to actually have, like, analytics to back how you've always felt. Yeah. But yeah, there are definitely certain games that I wouldn't really get on. You know? Yeah.
1: There's I, most games I just don't use game chat. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know,
0: kind of put I reason. think that's how <laughs> most people are when it comes to the people that are on Xbox, I think, are more like that. Because I, we've talked about this a lot of times, especially the part where, uh, the the overall in-game voice feature chats on console and how the 60 second reports uh, 60 second clip and being reported to the active the activity of the multiplayer or whatever this uh, game voice chat on the consoles we've talked about that a few times but in terms of like reporting or recording all these terrible things that people could be saying I think it's justified in a lot of ways and this strike pattern that they're trying to put together is probably for the best it could really clean up a lot of games that i can think of off the top of my head maybe call of duty in the open chats being one of them yeah perhaps perhaps you know i have a question though
1: how many yes. people especially like an older generation are like do you think probably thinks this is like like stupid or dumb or like <laughs> or like it's just like too uh i don't know I guess too like uh, too much, so to speak. Do you think there's a generation that still thinks like that? I mean, I'm sure there's probably you know some people. Um,
0: yes, I think I think to, there there's an argument to be made that is a little bit too much. If this is all games, which it seems to be, if you have a rated R, rated M, like mature game, something like Doom Eternal, and if there are inappropriate things going on, that would like, be a part of the strike pattern, I don't feel like it's really justified. You know, because it's like, if you're playing that game to begin with, you should be kind of aware that, yeah, there's probably going to be something a little bit, like, profane about it. You know? Yeah. So, I I feel I feel like maybe the... the behavior of the player should match the rating of the game. Yeah. In terms of, like, being reported on.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, because, like... You see for a lot of games too, especially a lot that are like maybe rated teen or something like that. Um yeah. they'll always have some sort of like disclaimer or something if it's like on the box on like the box or something like that it says like the multiplayer content is unrated or whatever. It's like or exactly. you know something exactly. like that. Um yeah, I would agree. I think um I, mean, I think overall it's a good thing. I, I think the whole uh, yeah, if you're, you know, playing an M game, you should probably suspect that. But yeah, I think for something like this. In a Game like Overwatch or something like that, I think it'd be like it's nice to have a strike system because <laughs> it's like
0: you know, Overwatch think, can be kind of toxic, yeah, I'm
1: saying. It's like games like that for sure can be kind of toxic, or like League, for sure, League of Legends, like <laughs> that's probably yeah. one of the worst, like in terms of just Definitely. toxicity. So, but you know, League is also, uh, I guess primarily PC, so it's a different discussion, right? But, um, but yeah, I mean. I mean, I, I mean, you know, Xbox, you know, implementing some sort of strike-based system. I'm curious to see kind of how this is going to work, um, if, it's, uh, if it'll stay. I mean, I'm sure it's probably going to be here to stay, but um, I'm just curious to see what overall, like, long-term feedback is going to be from community in terms of kind of how this will enforce things. It's an interesting, interesting thing.
0: I'm, I'm also curious if... Maybe you said it, so be patient with me. But do the strikes get taken off of your record after a certain amount of time?
1: Yes, yeah, they said. Or is this sad.
0: like it stays on your record?
1: It says each strike received will stay on a player's record for six months.
0: So, okay. I guess six months of hang time. That's kind of like a like eternity in terms of gaming. <laughs> it feels like it, right? <laughs> you know. That six six months is a long time, and that means that your strikes can happen from one game to the next, because I don't know anybody except for like a small percentage of gamers I would imagine, that would stick on one game only for six months straight, unless it's a brand new game and they're obsessed. Right, yeah. I think most people kind of will play a game until completion and then go on to the next pretty quickly. Yeah, that's pretty fair. That's pretty fair, yeah. I think that's probably the likely case for a lot of people, and it's weird, I mean, if it's on the
1: I mean I guess it's on the account levels so that they switch games to that strike still hangs kind of thing. Um but yeah. It's uh it's yeah, there's certainly a lot of caveats. Again, I think it's why I'm be interested to see the long term results of this implementation, yeah. but but yeah, at least from a system standpoint, who knows? It probably could cut down on um you know, on some things. Um some you know, um bad actors. I don't know. Um but yeah it's uh, <laughs> it should be interesting i think to find out um you know it's it's you know it's better than nothing i think hopefully it uh i i hope it kind of shows on games and makes people a little bit better but then again you know um if it's a free game just create more accounts i guess but you know true, but then again yeah. on xbox i mean i don't know for me like i i've had my account for over a decade right so it's like i want to hang on
0: to that <laughs> so 100% yeah i remember i uh funny little story i got two things i want to say about this article but one of them is a side story i've been accused of cheating before on halo infinite um and it was just because i was destroying some kids and they were salty about it and that (laughs) game has like no anti-cheat so i understand why they're paranoid Um, but the guy messaged me and he goes yeah you were standing still and then all of a sudden everybody lagged out so you obviously booted everybody and i'm like you think i'm like smart (laughs) enough to take down an azure server like are you out of your mind and the other thing I said to him was like, dude, I, I've had this account for 18 years. I'm not gonna get it banned off of one stupid game of a free free-to-play <laughs> multiplayer, you know? It's true. It's just like gotta so use true. the brain. But no side, back to the article. Uh, I scroll I scrolled down a little bit to the comment section and there's somebody named Tober that asked this question. It's a really good question. That's why I'm highlighting it. So it's, is Microsoft hiring thousands of extra people with various language skills to check these recordings, or will this be handled by AI? I must wonder. Well, to answer his question, and we covered it when we first talked about this uh, whole moderation that Microsoft is trying to implement, yes, it's going to be actual people. They're hiring people to review the messages. Yeah, pretty sick. Pretty sick Pretty sick. Yeah. Or jobs, Maybe. The gaming more jobs industry
1: even though you know it's i would say the game i would industry like that yet, job but, yeah i would too not gonna lie do, do you know how much content would come out of that way too much, <laughs> way too
0: much. <laughs> just i'd just be Gosh. like you got you gotta have the mental fortitude to understand it's like they're just toxic sometimes kids saying crazy immature things
1: yeah, no. So, Most of it's impulsive too, which makes it better. Oh like... <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. People going like 100 percent primal instincts, just angry for no reason. Uh, yeah. You beat yeah. me in a video game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, I gave you a, I gave you this article, Mike, because you know it's your favorite game. Oh yeah, I give it to you.
0: It is. It is. These these types of racing games, Forza in particular, are like near and dear to my heart. I've always played racing games. I've always loved them. It's like, that's my comfort zone, I think. Whenever I'm, like, feeling down, I don't know what to play, you know what I do? Forza.
1: Or Mario Kart.
0: Like, anything to do with racing. (laughs) That's all you need to hear, man. (laughs) Is that VH. (laughs) All right, so this one's coming from the good old IGN. So, Forza Motorsport won't have split screen and two other features at launch. Let's find out what it is. So, Turn 10, who are the publishers, developers of Forza... Has confirmed that the upcoming Forza Motorsport won't have certain features at launch, including split screen functionality. In the most recent Forza monthly broadcast, Creative Director Chris Izaki. Isaki? Isaki. Oh, I, I, I don't know. Dude, we should probably probably learn these last names. We need to. You know. <laughs> yeah. So Chris, Creative Director, explained that the game won't support split screen spectator mode or being able to race against AI in certain multiplayer modes. Those those three are pretty rough. I don't think the split screen is that demanding because Forza Motorsport is pretty intense visually. Yeah, I'm not true. that. I'm not that troubled by it. It's the lack of spectator mode and the ability to race AI that's very frustrating.
1: Yeah, uh, this isn't certain
0: multiplayer modes, so I don't know. I don't oh know yeah, why. they're not going to get rid of it entirely. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah, to get rid of it entirely, you might as well just cancel the franchise right now. It's, it's <laughs> crazy. That's <laughs> absolutely insane. <laughs> All right, so here's from the interview of Chris explaining it. So having players come into a feature multiplayer event and taking player slots and then spectating, it's not really the racing we had intended. Similarly, racing with AI and featured multiplayer with all its potential impacts on your safety rating also didn't make a whole lot of sense to have it and is not going to be available for us at launch. That actually makes sense. When you put it in the context of a safety rating, do you understand what a safety rating is, Kyle? don't think so no okay this is also in games like gran turismo and it might even be an iRacing. i think it might be so the concept of a safety racing is is when you're playing a multiplayer racing game they grade you not only on your first to last place placings they grade you on your safety rating so how many times you like collide with players cause accidents but bump and grind that kind of stuff like rub them right and if the cleaner you race the more they pair you with other clean racers. The dirtier you race, ramming people, like speeding them, spitting them out. When you do that, you get a lower safety rating and you get paired against lower racing drivers. Lower uh, interesting. So, so the idea is, is Forza really has this problem on like, for people that are joining games for the first time and they come to Forza after playing something like, let's say Need for Speed, where it's kind of encouraged to ram each other and like <laughs> use each other as like walls and and like do something out of like NASCAR where that guy basically went around the entire half half like two turns or something like on the wall yeah. just flooring it. You can't do that in Forza. They try to discourage it. So this AI, you can't predict the AI that well, and you really want to just drive with humans. So that that to me makes a lot of sense.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense when you explain it. Yeah. So all right. Let's can let's continue. So Chris touched upon the reasoning for excluding split screen saying that pushing the graphics required a complete overhaul of the game's rendering engine. As a result, split screen was difficult to add in and won't be available at launch. Yeah, I I see that, man. I really do. Most of the time now with like how far racing games have come, they're basically racing simulators. And a lot of people that take it super serious have like their own steering wheels, joysticks. they don't care about friends coming over. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let's keep going. While these legacy features won't be included, Forza Motorsport will have a bevy accessibility options. We talked about one of them being deaf. Uh, yeah. People for the, that are uh, blind. Sound, baby style. Yeah. So turn 10 will also show a presentation for Forza Motorsport at Gamescom 2023, but it won't be playable there. The game is set to launch October 10th for PC, Xbox Series X and S, and will be included on Xbox Game Pass the day it releases, which is day pretty standard with day. most... Uh, yeah, same. Th- pretty standard with Forza games being an Xbox exclusive. So, what do you say, last, what is this, the last paragraph? Why are they talking about 343? Am I crazy?
1: Uh, yeah, you're crazy.
0: Okay, I'm crazy. It's IGN's trying to get me hooked on a different oh, article, my you're bad. Not, you're not crazy. You want to know why? I'm not? Okay.
1: It's similar to 343. And the decision to not release a co-op campaign. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so oh, great! Which you know, it's funny because I saw split screen. I'm not gonna lie; it's where my mind went when I first saw the article title. I'm like, oh, that's what Halo did. <laughs> but, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You
0: know what's crazy about Halo though is you can glitch in split screen in that game,
1: which is funny. And that's the that's the caveat, right? Is like it's an, it was it was pretty much done. <laughs> like, but just for some reason they didn't add it. But yeah, here it makes sense. I think with Forza, at least a little bit more. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. But that, that, that was the first thing I noticed. Like, yeah, Halo is. Uh, my mind went to Halo, and I think of co-op campaigns or any co-op thing. Now I'm just like, oh, okay. Halo. You know?
0: Yeah, the that game, franchise that blew it.
1: The game that was meant, <laughs> the game that was meant to play couch co-op with someone else.
0: This is the beginning butter, of time. Bread and butter One in of that the game. First multiplayer's with system link, dude. Can't uh, do it now. Sorry, at least try again.
1: <laughs> try
0: again. No. Yeah, my dog's over here trying to steal shoes. Yeah, but, anyways, Forza, I'm not too surprised about the split screen to be honest. I think that's a big demand when it comes to the graphics, and he even mentions it. The graphics since Forza are just getting so ridiculous now absolutely insane. I mean, yeah, and it's <laughs> it gets crazier every year, which is hard to believe. Yeah, yeah. and they're also they've been gearing for a while towards this like online like racing simulator kind of thing online only they like interactive events in the world and all these other types of things it kind of makes sense that split screen is going to be going away to be honest i don't like racing in split screen and, and stuff like this like realistic racing yeah it yeah, is kind of not strange, a fan right like what is like yeah. is
1: it typical just a vertical stack right so it's like you have player one player two like, how does it actually Yeah, pretty work much.
0: You you can, it depends on the game. You can do either. You can do vertical. You can do horizontal. Um, for, for me, personally, like, I would like a horizontal, large, uh, like, kind of widescreen top on yeah. top of each other. Right. That would be the best. That's most common stuff in something like, I don't know, Need for Speed would always have that. Yeah. I understand this is going to be one of the first Forza games to not have that, but I'm not, I'm not pressed by it, to be honest. Yeah. Really not, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I
1: mean, it's good we'll see this at Gamescom a little bit more. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, no, no playable, no demo version but... yeah, or demo or anything. Um, I don't. Know, I'm not. I don't get too pressed about that. I, I'm pretty sure I, I. Like, kind of a side note, but I'm pretty sure I saw like Starfield wasn't going to be playable at Gamescom, and people were like, "Why not?" That's kind of. Mean. <laughs> but it's like, but it's like this is it's the way, look, out. this is the co- <laughs> this, this is the copium I, I live with. All right, they want to make sure. That we experience everything when it launches. So it's like, why do we do a demo there when it's just coming out a week later? It's like, you know?
0: That's that some saying like, copium, bro. That's copium I got, all right? That, that is... You got to give me some of that copium. I'm not saying it's going to be a bad game. I, I think right now it's a little bit overhyped. I think we need to see more.
1: It's so a big game, you know what I, I'm saying?
0: <laughs> I, I am cautiously optimistic about uh, Starfield. I really am. I mean, of course, I am too. You know, yeah.
1: S- slight copium. That's all. That's all I'll say. <laughs> slight copium. Yeah. A little bit.
0: Yeah, a little bit.
1: Have to hold on to it for a uh, good old Desd. Yeah.
0: You know what? You might not have to have copium with. And I got some reasons why I think it's going to be a success. Is your next article, dude?
1: Hey. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, next Netflix is moving. That's the article, guys. Thanks for coming. <laughs> just like, say that's, that's it. Uh, Netflix is moving very gently into cloud gaming. The latest Netflix for games is, in fact, Netflix. Netflix has announced this article, by the way, coming from Ali Welsh at Polygon. <laughs> um, this article, Netflix has announced a move that many have been waiting for the company to make ever since it started to get into gaming. And that is game streaming direct-to-TVs. and a low-key announcement, Netflix's game, gaming boss Mike Verdu um, said it had begun a limited beta test to a small number of members in Canada and the UK, allowing them to play two games on their TVs. Support for playing on PCs via browsers will follow in the next few weeks. Rather than support Bluetooth controllers, at present the Netflix cloud gaming service will be a bespoke smartphone controller app. Um, which had already been spotted on the iOS App Store late last week. The app appears to be to put a simple virtual stick-and-button layout on the phone screen with a big fat A button surrounded by a small B, X, and Y button. Uh, An arrangement familiar for Nintendo's much-loved but seldom imitated GameCube controller. Uh, On PCs, mouse and keyboard controls will be supported. The game's playable... The games playable in the beta test are Oxenfree, the cult narrative adventure game from Night, St- Night School Studio, uh, which was acquired by Netflix in 2001, and something called uh, Mulhugh's Mining Adventure. Uh, the latter game is a total mystery. Unlike Oxenfree, it's not part of an existing catalog of games that can be played natively on smartphones as part of a Netflix subscription. According to Verdue, it's a, quote, gem mining arcade game. Our goal has always been <laughs> Excuse me. Our goal has always been to have a game for everyone, and we are working hard to meet members. Uh, they are to meet members where they are with an accessible, smooth, and ubiquitous service. Today, we're taking the first step in making games playable on every device where our members enjoy Netflix, TVs, computers, and mobile. This limited beta is meant to test our game streaming technology and controller, and to improve the member experience over time added, taking pains to point out that we're still very early in our game's journey. I mean, pause right there for a second, Mike. What, what do you think about this little uh, GameCube smartphone controller? Or yeah, i this? think. What you
0: think? Th- okay, I think it's a good idea. Everybody has a phone, right? All your phones are already connected basically to your to your TV, to your Wi-Fi, whatever you need. So it's like you don't need new hardware, you just need software. Netflix has always been basically a software company.
1: Yeah. Right. Pretty much. So, forgetting the whole DVD,
0: you know, thing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. Netflix was kind of like Redbox, and then they killed Redbox when they went 100% online. (laughs) That's essentially what happened. Right. So, I think this is a really good idea. And the reason why I was really excited is Netflix has obviously one of the best streaming platforms ever. Right. Yep. I, I think the only other people that can really rival them would be Amazon Prime Video, just because it's Amazon and they have unlimited money, and mm-hmm. then YouTube, who's been in the game forever, right? Dude, you can't leave out HBO Max Prime. Oh,
1: no, You can't leave out H, Peacock. Okay. You can't leave out Paramount.
0: Hear me, Hear me out, okay? <laughs> hear me out on this. HBO is a network. And it's a televised broadcast. Initially that also on cable.
1: has a baller streaming service. They have the entire is,
0: Harry Potter series. Mike, are you kidding me? That's right true. <laughs> so does Disney Plus. But those are more IPs, right? Intellectual okay, properties. Okay. They have their own set of like shows. I mean, now you can make the argument for Netflix has that, but they're new to the game in terms of that. I think Netflix is struggling because of the success of HBO. Because of the success of Amazon Prime, Hulu's even making a like come up right now. It's kind of nuts. And then you got uh, Peacock. Yeah. You like sports. That's the place to be. Listen. And Paramount say, Plus, I mean, dude, they got, what, two shows that are okay?
1: All I'm going to say is... Um, I forgot what I was gonna say, but I will say I do remember. Sorry. <laughs> I do remember when uh, Netflix, when it first started, the Instant Watch. Remember that? It's like they yes. went for DVDs, and then they had the Instant Watch service, which was their like it was like they shoehorn into the on-demand and, and internet-based. And then eventually, they just got rid of DVDs because they were like internet infrastructure is good enough. Just give them the <laughs> give them the content kind of thing. True, so, yeah. true. Um, and I remember. Yeah, I I remember specifically on the Wii if you wanted to watch Netflix, you needed the Netflix disc. Remember that? You, <laughs> like, plug the disc yeah. into the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you that's just true. Select the Netflix app. <laughs> oh, man, we've come a long way, but... um, We really have. It's kind of nuts. But, yeah, dude, it's, I mean, everything's streaming now. It's an interesting climate. um, And, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, Netflix getting into gaming, ever, ever since they kind of, like, you know, said, you know, a couple of years ago, like, yeah, we're starting our gaming pursuit. Now it's like, okay, we're starting to kind of see things, I feel, coming to Fruition a little bit more, and everything's kind of developing, which is good to see. Um, but very interesting. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? Everyone has a phone. Very interesting controller design, I think, uh, to go with something like that. I'll be curious to see on like a PC, though, how keyboard and mouse fares.
0: Um, oh, that's good. Totally- yeah. I think they're really going to just gear towards mobile games, probably mostly yeah. mobile games and like story driven games. Uh, If they could try to do something similar to like a watchable experience, that's also a game that you can interact with on your phone, like TV Um, shows, maybe like creating choices for the characters and having stuff go out that way. I think that that's probably where their niche would really be. I don't know. I think, I think Netflix is trying to have a serious pivot because they're struggling. I mean, maybe not financially. I'm not sure how the financials look with Netflix, but if, you're stopping people from sharing passwords, and you're trying to encourage more and more people to sign up. You're raising your rates. You're losing some IPs to other competitors. I mean, they got to do something drastic, and I think this is—I think this is a positive, drastic thing to do. If that makes sense. Like,
1: Mike, why would you possibly get rid of the
0: ability to share passwords?
1: That was your bread and butter. That's how most people. You watch. Need the money. I'm saying,
0: if you need oh. the money, dude, you know they some exec, some CFO. Did an entire audit of the company and realized they were leaving two million dollars a month laying on laying on the ground because more and more accounts are signed in from different IPs. I don't know how much the actual figure is. Don't attach to two million. <laughs> I like to just throw stuff out. But I'm assuming it's a lot of money. Otherwise, why would you why would you like prevent people from sharing passwords, right? Yeah.
1: I just I just love the irony when I always see the tweet that they made years ago. Like, love is sharing your password. Or something like yes, that. and it's gone. <laughs> and it's
0: They're gone. like, oh, wait, we're going to go broke. <laughs> we have to change it for, for survival. It's crazy, you know? man. Probably making so much money, too.
1: I'll. We shall continue on with this article. There's not much left. The tentative nature of the announcement contrasts with Google's noisy but ill fated push into Cloud Gaming Stadium, which launched in late 2019 and closed just three years later. While many expect cloud gaming to be a key part of the future of video games, there are many technical and other barriers to its growth. An uptake for rival services like Xbox Cloud Gaming, which is technically still in beta, and NVIDIA's GeForce Now has been slow. In that context, Netflix's caution to entering, in entering the competition to establish is what often is called the Netflix for games makes sense. Another challenge for Netflix in this gaming catalog um, is its gaming catalog. While actually pretty high quality, has been built around mobile gaming so far, and many of those experiences won't translate well to TV screens. It's safe to say it, it seems a safe bet to expect its streaming service to focus more on titles when there's an existing PC version, like Into the Breach and less on a mobile originals, such as the wonderful um poinpy? Poinpey? Sounds Soundy right. looks like right coin pee? Poin pee? <laughs> yeah, pointy. Um, Nevertheless, Netflix seems serious about its gaming ambitions. It has steadily been both acquiring and founding studios over the last two years and says it has 16 games in development in-house, including a AAA multi-platform game and original IP, led by Bungie veteran and Halo and Destiny co-creator Joseph Staten. I forgot he he went to Netflix.
0: I forgot the Netflix token after he left
1: 343.
0: Well, I think he got. I think he got booted and looked for a job as quickly as possible. And it Netflix is on like, Netflix, sure, bro. Um, yeah, we'll see how that one ends up. Uh, I don't think Joseph's ever actually programmed and made a game before, so we'll see. Creative <laughs> director, Mike.
1: Understand? Oh yeah,
0: co Co-cre- <laughs> co creator. Who knows what
1: creative that means. director? You know, he makes the decisions. All right, he knows ball, yeah. as they say. <laughs> True, but um, but yeah, interesting stuff. Mike, are we, uh, we going to see a Netflix gaming renaissance or revolution?
0: Let's see I hope so. And the reason why I hope so is I want to see Xbox with some serious competition. I think PlayStation's a little bit too behind on their cloud gaming. I think Google Stadia was never going to work. It was just going to implode. And I think the only reason why people are on NVIDIA GeForce now is because everybody's got an NVIDIA graphics card if you're into gaming. And if you okay. have that good of a graphics card, why in the world are you Cloud gaming to begin with, you know? Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sold on NVIDIA's GeForce now. There's some issues with it. Cloud gaming, I think they're Xbox cloud gaming. Is, they're probably number one issue is the fact that there's not a lot of people with the high internet speeds that are necessary to be successful.
1: Yeah, I'd say that's fair. I would say that is very fair. um Yeah. I mean, I, I want to see a competition too. And Netflix is a big player, you know? They can make something happen, yeah. they do it right, it's all the same. Yeah,
0: I, I I, think the road will be difficult, but I think it is possible with with Netflix. I do.
1: A little mobile controller looks pretty rad. See this thing,
0: it. it reminds <laughs> me of the original Nintendo controller, Super <laughs> Nintendo. It's pretty cool. pretty sick. You know what else
1: is kind of sick, dude?
0: Uh, Blizzard,
1: yeah i
0: don't know about blizzard but
1: (laughs) the (laughs) album's (laughs) pretty (laughs) sick
0: yeah okay so this article is coming from the verge it is by wes davis who's apparently a weekend editor who covers a little ages in tech and entertainment pretty cool so this one uh is about blizzard so blizzard is preview uh, previewing 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 a Diablo 3 single player mode 11 years after the game launch. Keep in mind Diablo 4 launched what last month? The month before? Yeah. Not long at June, all. June I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm surprised they're still supporting it to be honest. I
1: that's, so, that's why I saw this and I was like, uh, this is interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah, let's cover it. So, Blizzard dev say Diablo 3's solo self-found mode will temper you. So, we're going to break something, I think. That's that's what I hear initially, you know. All right, so Blizzard started testing the first dedicated single player mode for Diablo 3. That's right, a game released 11 years ago. The new mode, Solo Self Found, gets its own leaderboards along with a hardcore version the developer team recommends for players who want to be challenged. It's available as part of patch 2.7.6.PTR whatever, <laughs> the the newest test build of the game is what you should just say. And <laughs> the patch Proceeds the 29th and final new season of the game. Send it off with a bang. Dude, Pretty cool. My this. So, loser developers write that the mode will temper you. Since you won't gain experience bonuses from traversing the game's dungeons with other players, nor can you trade with other players. To play, you'll simply choose Solo Hero while creating your character, and then you can start a campaign or play in the adventure mode. Just, you know, without friends. Who needs them anyway? so that's not all that's coming to the patch though the new season called visions of enmity pits players against demons in pocket dimensions and they'll encounter via diabolical fissures that spawn throughout sanctuary the pocket dimensions are themselves the situal visions of enmity and the developers say players can encounter additional fissures after killing the enemies inside of a vision have you played Diablo before? Because if you haven't, you would be very confused about that entire paragraph.
1: I sure am, Mike, must say. <laughs> okay.
0: so let me give you let me give you the rundown. So the pocket dimensions and the diabolical fissures are where demons spawn. What they're referring to as sanctuary is planet Earth. So it's okay, talking okay. about a medieval time in the distant past. On Earth, where hell and heaven is real, and the dem the demons or diabol come through like diabolical fissures, and there's also like horrid, terrible monsters that come out too from like diabolical stuff. So basically, what's saying is we're releasing a new mode. It's gonna make you want to break the game, and you have to do it by yourself. It- in lamest terms, yeah. so. <laughs> So Blizzard is working on other updates, including three new exclusive monster affixes and increasing the number of Paragon points players can use to upgrade individual attributes from 50 to 200 per attribute. Now, each of the four categories is limited to 200 points, though the developers may change that based on feedback. The developers are made it. several quality of life changes requested by players, such as swapping out some monsters and challenges and increasing checkpoint counts in battlefields and boneyards. Battlefields and boneyards just being general areas where demons spawn, kind of like farming for goods. Okay. Uh, all, of the, all of that sounds a lot nicer than hearing that a developer has totally nerfed your character build, and that is a reference to what happened in Diablo 4 <laughs> after the season... Zero is one update that they pushed through. Yeah, Yeah, it they fundamentally changed a lot of the character builds and a lot of people that grinded, I don't know, 60 hours worth of their time in the first couple of weeks. Overnight, their characters are just destroyed. It's crazy, dude. (laughs) That's Diablo 4, though. So the testing period for Diablo 3 with this new patch will run from August 15th to August 29th. And the season should begin properly... Uh, shortly thereafter. If you want to participate, Blizzard has handy instructions for joining the public test. When season 29 is over, the company will start recycling old scenarios with season 30. Interesting. Very interesting. So. Have you have you played Diablo before? Because let me tell you, it is a grind. Yeah, I'm not. I think it's the main reason why, to be honest. It's very much a grind. Um yeah it's it's pretty intense. I think I think this new little section, I mean, it's, it's season 29. They gotta mix it up a little bit. It's 11 years after launch. Adding sure. in a literal single-player mode where you can only play by yourself, you have no friends to help you, everything becomes exponentially harder because Diablo is one of those games where there's bonuses to play with a group of friends, to go on these raids, and like go fight in dungeons and do all these things. But when you start doing it by yourself, it's really difficult. You got to be on point. Things take a lot longer to get done. And uh, I think it'd be really interesting to add that. I-, I wonder why they added it so late, though. And why do they add it after Diablo 4 That's what I'm saying. It just
1: There's so many questions when I read this, right, Mike? It's like, yeah. what's going on here? You know? Yeah
0: um <laughs> what's going on here what's all this gibberish what does this mean
1: <laughs> yeah i mean, yeah it's it's just so weird because like you released diablo 4 and now it's like here's like a here's a here's some new stuff for diablo 3 because you know, we're still working on it 11 years later you know i mean hey i give them props right i feel like most devs probably yeah. wouldn't hang with the game that long so
0: do it something right but yeah it's crazy man it's crazy yeah i think it's uh it's interesting to say the least, I I am not playing Diablo three anytime soon. I'm going to be doing or trying to be Diablo four. I don't think it's gonna be humanly possible for me, but <laughs> we'll make it. we'll we'll try our best. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think overall
0: Diablo games like personally aren't kind of my thing, but
1: um, I can appreciate for appreciate them for what they are. You know?
0: I will say it's a good story. There's a lot of lore, and it really like pulls you in and i think the story is usually really good yeah. and after the story it's like okay well what else can i do? all right i can make friends with people and like go off on adventures and try to get these dungeons upgrade your character and just do the whole like rpg grind stuff yeah. you know
1: i mean why not you know why
0: not now do you want to jump into the last article of the week that i'm pretty excited about
1: sure do i sure do because it's one of our favorites but yes sir guess what mike just a week Games away gamescom 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 Games come. let's go just a week away um we got some predictions we got how to watch we got some schedules to run you guys through when to watch and stuff like that anyway, we pulled an article from ign just ign staff in general we got multiple writers on this multiple pins on the pad um kind of just giving the rundown uh, Gamescom 2023 is fast approaching. And like last year, Gamescom will be filled with game reveals, news demos, cosplay looks, interviews, and a ton. Uh, many big attendees will be there uh, as well, including Nintendo and Xbox. Um, and, of course, IGN, they're the official media partner of, you know, Gamescom. And I feel like I feel like they were, it's probably similar for, like, Comic-Con or stuff like that. I remember seeing some coverage from Comic-Con and they had, like, people all over the place. Um, so, uh, They created a little guide here, kind of saying uh, when Gamescom will be, kind of what to expect. Um, Gamescom will be from August 22nd through August 27th in Cologne, Germany. Um, This is opening night live, of course, being the opening night of Gamescom, right? So, (laughs) 22nd of August uh, is when you can expect to see that. And, uh, yeah, we're looking at a a Tuesday. Nice little Tuesday um, for the opening night live. Um, What to expect? So there's a total of six days of gaming coverage at Gamescom, from new game trailers to developer showcases, exclusive better views, and so much more. Uh, whether you care about the gameplay footage and trailers, or you want to be get the latest news on your favorite studio, there's going to be some of everything at Gamescom this year. Um, IGN will also be hosting an award show, um, on Friday the twenty fifth, as well as a cosplay contest on Sunday the twenty seventh. Um, which which is always a fun time, according to IGN. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, if you're attending in person, there's like tons of stuff. I I've I really like for me. I think Gamescom, the most part, obviously like never actually been, so it's like really just the kind of opening night live is the big thing. Sometimes you get yeah. bits and pieces throughout the week um, from other studios, but but overall, it's kind of just opening night live and all that. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're in Cologne, Germany, if you just so happen to be, you know, visiting <laughs> that week, it might be something worth checking out. But yeah, so yeah, it's uh. Uh, but we'll go through a couple studios because they, IG, kind of said like, you know, here's a couple things to expect. Um, so for Microsoft, um, Microsoft has uh, it says in case you missed it, Microsoft has yet to announce an Xbox showcase for Gamescom. It looks like the focus is firmly on games set to come out in 2023 and early part of 2024. Um, Microsoft confirmed there will be about 30 games across 150 gaming stations for the in-person booth. and they're going to show presentations for Starfield, Forza, um, and Era. History untold, uh, fans attending the event may get a chance to play Starfield ahead of its six, September 6th launch, which is interesting because I've heard like two things I feel like. It's like, oh, it won't be there. And apparently now yeah. it could be. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Whatever it'll it be, takes, I guess. <laughs> it's be interesting. From um, Nintendo, they confirmed back in April that they are returning to Gamescom after a four-year absence. My goodness, Mike, you know? <laughs> it's like, took four years off there.
0: They really did. Which is mostly due to the shutdown, kind of. They shouldn't have really missed twenty nineteen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, very interesting, right? Um it isn't clear on what they will show, um <laughs> as at the um exhibitor yet, but um hopefully we have more info. If not, you know, big surprises coming. Even though I feel like they had a pretty solid direct recently, right? About like what they're announcing. Yeah,
0: so. it- their their last year of Nintendo Directs has had something good in it. Almost every single one of them. Yeah. I don't think they really need to go to Gamescom, but I feel as though they're going to just so people can play the games, which is really what for, like Gamescom is for. It's like kind of like a comic con, you know? Like there's gonna be a cosplay event. There's gonna be some video games here. Play our video games, have a good time. It's kind of like a big festival and in an appreciation for the fans. That's the way I've always viewed Gamescom. At yeah. Least.
1: Yeah, I think it's a fair assessment, you know? It's kind of how it is. Um, it's a uh, very... Uh, I mean, it always seems like a good time whenever I see it. I, I love the uh, major event. Um, I mean, they say here, you know, it's the world's largest... One of the world's largest events for computer and video games, you know, so... Oh,
0: easily, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, it says last year there was 13 million views uh, across GameComs, Twitch, and YouTube streams alone. Um, and it represents an entire spectrum from indie all the way to AAA. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's a pretty big event on the EU scene, I feel like. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, but it's happening next week. Very excited. I don't know. What do you want to see there? You want to see Lives of P? That's playing right here. Mike, see this? You, do you want to see Yeah. Racing I, Sims? What do you want to see?
0: <laughs> so, okay, so this is what I would like to see. I want to see more cloud gaming because I think okay. that's our future. Okay. Yeah. I want to see a little bit of VR, specifically some of the heavy hitters coming out of Apple. It'd be really cool to see if Apple could be. There's kind of wishful thinking about their new headset. That's like the the cost of a car. Um, <laughs> the same thing to do with like PSVR two. I think that'd be really cool. I would absolutely love to see something out of Nintendo in terms of a newer console or anything in terms of like improving their Joy Cons. <laughs> like something, Man. something hardware wise. I want to see out of a Nintendo and. I don't know, man. I just want to see some like special guests. I want to see. I want to see a lot of fun. I think. I think that's pretty much the most thing. Because a lot of the games we've gotten and a lot of the previews we've gotten, I mean, we we already know what's on the horizon, right?
1: Yeah, pretty sure. much. Right?
0: I think we're gonna see some game demos, at least from some shoddy Twitch video, you know, from people actually there, <laughs> okay. or uh, Twitter video. Sorry, X video, whatever they're calling it now. But it, it would just be really nice to see. Dude, you know what? Super Smash. I want to see another Smash game. That'd be Dang. cool. Okay. Might be cool. Big ass. Something along those lines. lines. I like yeah, it.
1: Yeah, that is. I like it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Maybe something. Know. Yeah. Yes. I mean, all those are pretty good. I think, uh, I, I was thinking, I was kind of thinking about it last year, uh, when they, it was, I believe it was Gamescom when they actually announced, uh, Dead, I think it was Dead Island 2, something like that. The, uh, that was when they officially... Because remember, they, like, skipped it at Summer Games Fest, and then yeah. Gamescom were like, it's here! <laughs> we're clowns! <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> really did fool <pull> you. <laughs> yeah, so... That was last year. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to... I mean, I, I'm not... Especially with Gamescom, I'm not going and expecting huge announcements, because, like, you know, I feel like we get those in June, but... um, Or, like, mostly in June. But, um, and now it's, like a big announcement can come at any time, you know, it's like no one's tethered to a a show at this point. So it's like, it's kind of just free will. Um, But but yeah, I mean, it's, it's always good. I mean, I, I'm a soccer showcases, right? I don't, it doesn't matter what it is, you know, I'll watch it. So it's kind of just seeing what's new, what's out there.
0: You, you and me both, we, we always, we're basically doing watch parties while we're at work when these come on.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like
0: we're watching it and then just message each other constantly as we're watching it. (laughs) Yeah. Basically a watch party.
1: Pretty pretty much. Um, so yeah, I mean that's kind of what I'm expecting. I think at a- this year's Gamescom. But yeah, it's wild that you know it's less than a week away already. <laughs> so it's like we're already at the it end of August, actually... Almost.
0: Yeah, we are, aren't we? Oh my goodness. Oh, two weeks, Mike.
1: Whoa, that's I get, crazy. I get to play. I get to play the copium. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Starfield. Oh baby, coming at you fast, Starfield. The copium.
1: <laughs> uh... I took off work, but I didn't realize it was going to be around the time it comes out until like after I took it off. <laughs> I was like, oh, I oh, didn't yeah. plan for that, but here we are. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting stuff.
0: You know what's a game that's coming out that probably maybe some of our viewers are excited about is NFL Madden 24. Oh, Madden yeah. NFL yeah, 24 is coming out. It did out. come out this week,
1: didn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's coming week,
0: out though. this week, coming out on Friday. By the time this podcast <laughs> is live, that's out. Yeah. Pretty um, crazy. Hopefully the Panthers aren't trash. I looked at early ratings, and they are. So we'll see how that works out. <laughs> and they are. Uh, really. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brian Burns is yeah, our got, best player. Let's go. He really is. Uh, it's not even a joke. What crazy. an absolute goat. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little sidetracked here. I think, I think the ones that are mentioned in this article uh, below the video that you got playing, you don't need to scroll down, is Stalker 2, Hellblade 2, and a little bit more Forza Motorsport would be kind of nice to see i want to see anything on nintendo i just i like nintendo in general i like i like the games that they have pushing out so yeah and, it's, and they're back they gotta if you're coming back after four years right this has to be the games come kind of, of nintendo banger, right you know
1: what i'm saying like it's, it's got to be cop- something banger.
0: they're hanger. nintendo doesn't just show up and show you one game and then disappear right like they're not gonna surely do that
1: surely not you know
0: no, yeah, they're they, gonna uh, be like, "Here's here's all the OLEDs." By the way, play Tears of the Kingdom. It's game of the year. We game already of the
1: know, year, baby. Why don't you play they, they the new They should be Mario. so confident they
0: decline it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. We're good. Pull out. Yeah, Listen. the new Princess Peach game is on the horizon, dude.
1: Dude, yeah side scroller mario rpg remake side scroller mario you know what I'm saying? super
0: mario bros wonder let's go bro dude oh,
1: you can be an elephant ladies and gentlemen i can't stress this enough
0: dude when i saw that for the first time i was like yo they're trolling out here in nintendo (laughs) that looks so good
1: though i was watching i was like graphically it does it looks spectacular
0: it looks good man it looks really good um nintendo's goaded i mean they got some practices that some people don't like but i mean dude have you played zelda though you know, like, have you played have, have you, you played play. Mario Kart 8, bro? Like, They're still released in DLC. Have you built something
1: with a physics engine that delayed the game, but it's so good, <laughs> and it was a good reason to delay the game? Like, come on, <laughs> dude. It's
0: a fact. Crazy. They might be the only ones that are releasing games that are totally busted right off the start.
1: It's Xbox, fun,
0: PlayStation, man. any PC game is just like, here's crap. We'll fix it in three <laughs> months. There's some dog the meat. Have fun. Like, <laughs> yeah. Chew on a bone. Know. It's crazy, man. Stupid consumer. Yeah. You'll buy it anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. You That's could say. I they talk to us. You could say I'm, I'm maybe sh- may like, I would say shilling. That's not the right word. I may be uh, sheeping for uh, for Starfield, but you know, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> so you,
0: <take> <laughs> you are simping, I think. I think it's past sheeping at this point. Listen, man. I know I it's just... your bread and butter. Are you going to stream it? You should stream it. I don't know, man. You just want to enjoy it, I said, not be distracted.
1: I don't know. Like most games nowadays, I just want to enjoy. it. like that's the thing, you know. I want to be like distracted.
0: I, I I can relate. I can.
1: I don't know, man. But you know, I mean, I, I'm gonna play. Look, dude, I hate. I mean, again, I I say it time and time again, I hate. to have to go in cautiously, optimistic, but I do. That's just how it is. So you know, it's it's one of those things. That if I know if I go in, it's a disappointment. I won't be that let down. You know what I'm saying, Mike?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's called. That's called just being an Everton fan, you know. <laughs> Going uh. into the match, you're getting ready to sit down, you got your breakfast, you're eating, and you're just like, "They're gonna lose." <laughs> They're gonna lose, and when they and when they draw, you're just like, "It's a miracle, boys! It's a miracle."
1: This <laughs> is so your five minutes in. You're like, "I need a drink." You step up. It's nine. A.m. Oh my
0: god, bro! Watching that with some of my family members from Liverpool, holy schmair! I swear, I was watching that with me dad, and we. we don't be dead. I, it was the Mercy Sorry Darby and they do it in December. And we were sitting down, we were watching the game. He's like, all right, cool. And I was like, you're not gonna have like your your morning screwdriver? And he goes, No, nah, no, nah, I got myself a coffee. Five minutes in, he goes, No. And like stands up, walks <laughs> in the kitchen, just pouring a drink. It's like it's like So it's Dude, it is it is so funny what happens to the human brain. When it comes to sports, man, Oh yeah. like some, <laughs> something happens, man,
1: and just like all of a sudden you just get impulsive. It's so weird,
0: man, but I love it. You just it's go, really... sh- you just go like Neanderthal, I think, just like
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah. Got organized oh, sports. God. It's a great thing, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: you go ape brain, gorilla brain.
1: For real, you just shut your brain off and watch men compete. <laughs>
0: Dude, speaking speaking of which, uh, animal brains and stuff like that. I was listening to a podcast as I was in the uh, national park and then the podcast was about, I can't remember the name of it, but it was basically about like bear attacks and like wilderness attacks and, like in national parks specifically. Very, very like um, fitting the theme. And one of the guys who's like a total airhead and he's just kind of silly, he was doing the whole introduction stuff and he goes, yeah, and I got koala ba- brain. I'm like a koala brain and i started thinking about I was like oh my gosh that is like the best description of this guy just like an airhead slow like kind of <laughs> you look at him and there's like nobody actually home in the eyes just a koala <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> that's
1: like uh, that's true actually yeah it's, oh i think gosh. that's
0: gonna be my new thing you start calling people by animal brains some weird animal yeah yeah
1: you dolphin brain what are you doing dude
0: <laughs> that that's a big brain that's a big brain.
1: <laughs> pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty big, uh, five brain.
0: So. Oh man. All right. Do we have any more articles for him? Cause we, we are actually at our hour mark and I know you got to get to gaming with your boys. I know baby.
1: <laughs> I <right>. know, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me, let me do the quick wrap up and let these people go. So this is episode 32, pretty sick, man. You know, we are actually week 33 of this year. We only missed one week, man. Pretty that's nuts. Pretty, yeah, that's pretty impressive. I gonna lie. Pretty nuts. Yeah. You know I'm saying? I didn't <laughs> think we'd do it. But we're, we're we're going strong. Anyways, we appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate your support. We appreciate the love. Remember like, subscribe, comment below. Tell us what's up. All the articles that we've covered is in a tiny URL link below in the description. We have timestamps as well for you. Check those out. If you want to reach us directly, maybe some of our socials, we've got Twitter links below as well. Whatever you want to do. Come say hi. We got a Discord. Yeah. Come follow. Come say hey. If you got feedback for us, email. Hit us on socials. Whatever you want. Yeah. Email me I think that's pretty much it. (laughs) Email me, yeah. Dude, text me, bro. Like, (laughs) We'll figure that out. (laughs) Anyways, this has been the show. This has been the M2 Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Anthony. My co-host, Kyle Heath. And we'll see you next week.
1: Have a good week, everyone. Peace out. Have a good one.